The following presentation is part of the Beyond the Blast Doors network. Bombad fam, this is your boy Jerry, the would die for Omega. I won't, I won't call myself a junkie or whatever. Like I just so many fatherly feelings. Um, guys, welcome to the Bombad Cast. I am again the Canon Junkie, and you know what, guys? We are a proud member of the Beyond the Blast Doors Network. Uh, Beyond the Blast Doors, we've got shows for every taste. We've got the Hollow Chronicles with Josh and Andy talking collectibles. We've got Beyond the Blast Doors live with Scotty and our our good uh, our good friend uh, Mister. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, oh uh, man, I need to just. Oh my gosh, uh, David. Uh, uh, David, David, that's the one. The guy who wears no sleeves. Right, right. The guy without sleeves. I don't know. Brain fart, guys. It's been a long week. Um, but yeah, come see them uh, shoot the shit. Uh, and then Bob Adcast is just me and Scotty doing this, you know, uh, ridiculousness. But you know what? You can find us all on the Beyond the Blast Doors uh, website, beyondtheblastdoors.com. If you like us, if you like what we're doing at Beyond the Blast Doors Network, become a patron, you know, and pay me to forget more people's names. It happens. My brain is stupid. Uh, but anyway, uh, guys, for as little as five bucks a month, you too, uh, you know, can pay for my CAT scan to make sure that I am not uh, uh, losing it. Okay, five dollars a month, you can pay for my CAT scan. And uh, before I continue, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in my emergency contact, uh, Mr. Scotty Jero. Scotty, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> okay, there's so many things I love about this. In particular, the fact that I'm your emergency contact. I mean. You know, I don't know how useful I am being that we live so far away from each other. So I don't know. I how, just I just want someone to know. I just yeah. want someone to know. That's it. Like that's I all get it. I want. You know, the only thing that I need to get a cat skin for is where whatever whatever this art I make is, I know I need to get a cat skin for that. I think uh, you need a cat skin just this, because you call it art. This, yeah, I don't know. I it's uh, you can interpret this well, in many different ways. What okay, why is there is that a paramedic? That, no, that's Joe Exotic when he says, I'm oh, going to be oh, financially ruined okay. because of this. Okay. I uh, couldn't tell because he couldn't see all the hair. And we've got the eyed surprise or whatever the guy's name is. Um, you know, I don't know, but I can tell you this much. We got a great guest lined up, and it's not oh my goodness. He does support the bomb. We've got cast. we've got a guest. I wouldn't even call she's almost not even a guest. She's just a friend. It's a we have a friend. Oh, oh, wow. Look at this. This is fantastic. so nice. We're gonna see if we can make this work. Um, but you know, this is a, a former host co-host of mine, wonderful friend on the Beyond the Blast Doors Network. 
our girl and someone that we love to to go to for some really awesome takes and that is Arzu Amin. Arzu, I'm bringing you in. What's going on Arzu? Arzu. Hi guys. First time on so Bomb. Good to have you here. I'm First so happy to be here. It's wild. How crazy is that? Yeah. I wanted to come yeah. in with like a hello boils and then I couldn't remember what the exact quote was so oh. I just I, I'm like, I'm just not going to do it, but... Hello, hello Boyles. Boyles. I know it's like, it's okay, I forgot David's name. No worries. Yeah, yeah like the bar, I should the bar's have, I should have known that it's fine to forget things low. after that. I'm in the right. room going, David! <laughs> David! <laughs> David, if you, if you watch, I love you, man. I'm sorry. It, it's not you, it's the brain. Um, sometimes the hamster falls asleep at the wheel. That's what we'll say. There you go. Sure. There you go. Sure. The hamster well, could look, be dead in the wheel as well. So This has been a really big week for everyone here in terms of, oh, man. of what we got. And, you know, I, I want to say one thing. It's nice to have new Star Wars again. Not that the break between, you know, Mando and this was a bad break by any means. we got High Republic stuff, which was fantastic. We've gotten a bunch of really interesting comics too. And obviously we got some Andor pictures, which it's, it's, it's been a lot. I will say that. But in particular, this went, Tuesday morning was just – like splendid. It was just great. It was just nice to wake up. And the one thing that surprised me the most, I want to start off with this. How cool was that animated? Like, where they showed all the helmets and the heads moving by with the lights. Oh man, I was trying to pinpoint the 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 sorry we were doing, but you know, it's that's the new Disney Plus. Oh, I love the Maggie Simpson one. Yes, I love that one. Oh, not that one. Oh, okay. It took me forever. It took me like a few hours to realize that they changed the Disney Plus intro depending on what the program is. Yes. So I'm like, oh, they yeah. made it different. That's interesting. And then like yeah. a couple hours later, I'm like, this is the animation intro. Yes. Right. Which was so like, cool. okay. And then the man had... and presumably the other <sighs> stuff have the other one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I liked, I really oh liked gosh. that it showed uh, all the helmets and stuff. Like I really liked that. It showed, you know, Chopper and it showed uh, Ezra's helmet and just, and, and Sabine's helmet. I think they showed Rex's helmet too. And uh, they showed. Uh, they did. They showed bucket. Bucket from uh, Resistance was on yes, there. Yes. Yes. Chopper. Did you say Chopper already? I don't know. Chopper. Chopper. Bocaton's there. Bocaton. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh. It was just. It's, it's uh, nice to see animated that. Grievous too. It was animated yes. Grievous. I think uh -huh. I yeah. saw in there too. There's I, I so was, many. It's just so I good. I was kind of unex uh, uh, not expecting that at all. Like it was super, super. Um, I don't know. I I will say this. That felt like a Mando episode in terms of like, man, here we are. We're in a situation. We're thrown right into it. And Tom Kane back doing the voiceover thing. Didn't expect oh, that. Man. The word logo burns out. Oh, it was great. It was so, so good. Do you think we're getting... Well, we're gonna say, wait, wait, what are you going to say? I just agreed. I'm like, agreed. Yeah. It's, well, like, okay, do we think that it's going to... That's the opening or is that just... This is our transition from Clone I think, Wars. I think transition. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I think so too. Age of Mandalore arc. We had the Lucasfilm Limited and then the bot, oh, and then the only right. thing we got the one time. So I think it's going to be the same thing here. It's Which I am a, I am a, uh, a, a sucker for continuity and stuff. And I love like everything being like so, like, I, and, but I've already been messed up on it because all the intros to all the movies now are all over the place so yeah. it doesn't even matter anymore it doesn't matter anymore i and i honestly i love it well if you think yeah. it's, it's one 16 episode movie that we'll yes for. absolutely and oh, you know the first i can't wait thing till I, tomorrow i think yeah exactly because that first it's episode, tomorrow yes it felt like an arc 
It already oh felt gosh. like an arc, which was awesome, you know? So, like, you already got a big chunk of the story out of the way. I mean, uh, my, my first initial reaction was, man, that was the best, to me, mm. the best opening for an animated series ever. It just was, it was perfect for Star Wars. We already knew the characters, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was nice to have, be able to come in knowing each dynamic, knowing kind of how they play together and, and what each personality is like. But you know what they didn't do? They didn't amp up the personalities that they did in Clone Wars. Like, Wrecker was very much Wrecker, but he wasn't, like, as intense as he was. I mean, you know, like, right. like Clone Wars, it was so over the top. But I think they're trying to make it as subdued as possible. So whenever we actually get into the, the the meat and everything of the season, we'll be able to like, you know, kind of process it a little bit better and kind of get to know these characters on a personal level rather than like a really characterized level, if you know what I mean. And they can build them up a bit. Because if they start yeah. here, where are they going to go? But if they start here. Yeah. So right. Arzu, what was your take on the whole thing? Because it didn't feel rushed. It felt, I think the pacing was almost perfect. I really do. My So I agree. It felt like one complete arc. I love mm-hmm. that we have Order 66 out of the way and they've left Camino in the fallout so that now we can just move forward. Yes. And one thing I didn't realize until like, again, like I think yesterday was that most of what we saw on Tuesday was the trailer. Like we've seen almost yes. everything in the trailer except for Rex and Fennec. Otherwise yes. we've, we've seen, so we have no idea what we're going to see now. Which is great, which, which is what Mando did. That first episode yeah. of Mando, they did so much with it that whenever you finally got to sit down and watch a show, you're like, oh, didn't expect us to go here. So that's right. a really good point. I hadn't thought about that at all, actually. The marketing was pretty awesome for it so far. Yeah, we genuinely got no idea where it's going now. So yeah. that's, that's yeah. how I like my Star Wars. I don't like knowing where it's going. So. Exactly. And I think oh. that's how everyone should yes. look at it. What about you, dude? No, I mean, I'm the same, you know, I like, I love, uh, that's the reason why I loved, uh, TLJ when it, it, it was the first time it felt like we don't know where this is going. Right. Like it felt, um, new, it felt all that. And, and this, you know, I, I absolutely love that feeling of, I want to, I want the story. I want to experience the story. I don't want to look at it and judge and say, okay, uh, well, I wouldn't have done this or I would have done it. First of all, I don't write stories. Um, you know, but, uh, I don't know. It was, it really is like, it's hard to not say Scotty, like you were saying that this is like the best premiere they've had Yeah. yet. Like it was, I was sitting like my initial reaction, I'm sitting at four in the morning. I got up to watch it before work to make sure I could get all 70 minutes in before I go to work. And cause I, I, I want to be on my phone and get a spoiler or something. And I mean, it was a ride, but not like in a cheap way at all. The story story felt genuine, but it was 100% so, it it was absolute, I don't know what, how do I even say this? It was so um, full of the DNA of Star Wars, right? Like it felt so, like, yes, 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 consistent. It felt so consistent with just... Well, and it just made it, this everything they've put out since like the movies, like they've gotten done with the sequel trilogy. It's been like everything counts, everything counts, everything counts now, you know. Or it's like Filoni or whoever is like saying, "Let's put this character in this thing." Yeah, you know. And this is even more so. I mean, we can talk about cameos here in a little while, but like, I mean, just the beginning of it, starting out with 
Caleb Doom, Kanan, mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But just, I don't know. And maybe we can talk about that right now if you want. I don't know. But just the absolute um, feat that they have pulled off with being able to put this stuff in and not make it feel forced. It's an expectation is, thing. It is. It Yeah. You, you, Lucasfilm, which I've been vapor for since Solo, was you need to be held accountable if you really want to take in the full story. You got to know when this takes place and what's going on. Order 66 is a great indicator of what's happening. But in Solo, you're watching Solo and you're like, some people just are oblivious. And then Maul shows up. You're like, that guy's dead. You know? Like, so, so many people are like, is this before Phantom Menace? Like, yeah, see, yeah. that's the thing. So like you, you only you if Han Solo is like 60 years old in the first, exactly. You know? So whenever, whenever what happened today, or I guess two days ago, when you watch bad batch and you got, you know, Caleb doing it, and then you got Saw Gerrera in it. And then you've got all Lama Sue and you've got all these Kaminoans that are making their little cameos, a little droid from uh, the fives arcs in it. Like oh. that is as a fan of everything and, and reading and taking it as much as I can, that felt like a true Star Wars story, and it wasn't forced. You're right, Jerry. It, it felt super. I mean, felt very authentic it's, to Star Wars. The the and I mean, I, I think we can like debate on some of the cameos that were in the Mandalorian season two sure. and stuff. Of which I I thought the majority of I thought if they worked for me, but I I know I'm that guy who likes the the special editions and shit like that you know like i, I people sure. like i'm very i'm the, i you like you want to say i'm easy to please but um <laughs> th- there's like the last couple of star wars show like these last show couple of shows especially this just it's just the first episode of bad batch that's yeah. like a master class in how to include characters from uh, like like include cameos from other characters i think it's like a master bad class. batch has the advantage over mando is as much as I liked the cameos in Mando just fine, every single one of them felt like a backdoor pilot to the point where when we get to Luke Skywalker, like young yeah. Luke show, or we're getting, but like obviously <laughs> not, that's not the case here because, you know, Kanan doesn't need a backdoor pilot because we know where Kanan ends up and Saw right. doesn't need a backdoor pilot because we know where Saw ends up. That's so because good. we've already seen their future, we can have them here and not have that speculation about whether we're going to follow them again. Like if they'd done a random right. Padawan, then we'd be like, well, what's his story? Like, like people who want a broom boy movie, but like, yes. but by putting somebody we already know whose <laughs> ultimate fate we know, then we don't have to follow him. We can see Order sixty six yeah. through his eyes and then just let him go. And Arzu, as as a writer too, I, I want to get your take on it. You know, it seemed like the lines were not wasted in this show. For for once, you know, it feels like a lot of the animated series, at least, like they have lines that are kind of not wasted, but they they don't feel like they mean anything, but like. Every time Hunter spoke, I was kind of on the edge of my seat. Like a, a lot of these characters really had some interesting dialogue and they oh, referred man. to old Star Wars things like, you know, he's more man than machine now. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I was like, that's so, but that's, that's so easy for us to pick up on. And I'm sure other people would just, you know, right over their head. But like, I don't know, like anytime the Kaminoans speak, I was like, this, there, that's going to be an interesting story to return to, but we can get to our speculations later. Um, that intro killed it. The whole thing was great. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. Deva Balapa's death, I know it is not consistent with canon. And and I know a lot of us are obviously Jerry's a canon well, junkie. And I'm I don't know if you're shout out to that though. Okay, I, Con- I Connor's in the chat. Connor uh Depa Banana is here. So yes. so we <laughs> all do all due respect, sir. We love you. We love you and yes. your Star Wars mother. 
But Arzu. Go ahead. Go ahead, Arzu. Here's my take. Just combining this scene and the Kanan comic, which admittedly I have not read yet. So. Same. (laughs) Kanan's comic. We see like the snatches of what happens and we cut back to Kanan every single time. So you can make the case that his comic is from his point of view as he's remembering it 20 years later. Yep. So it's dark yeah. in the comic. While it's not dark also, here, but it's dark in the comic because Kanan doesn't know what's going on, <laughs> right? He's blindsided. Right. It's at peace with, with Depa Balaba because they were supposed to win this and then everything went wrong. So it's almost like his memory in retrospect is skewing what happened. You mm. could make it work that oh, way. I like now. that. You know, and he's he's had trauma as well. And I believe yeah, like he becomes- he's processing it via trauma and not yeah. remembering it accurately. He's remembering it emotionally. And and he's, isn't he an alcoholic as well? I and mean, isn't that like part of the canon in, too? Yeah, in, uh, in New Dawn he is. New yes. Dawn, yeah. So he kind of he kind of is like a Han Solo, just like hanging out at the bar guy. Yeah, yeah. In that book, so yeah, it was it was great hearing Freddie Prince Jr. pretty much do like a a weird suave teenage <laughs> boy voice was interesting. And I work with teenage kids, so like none of them sound like that. I can tell you yeah. that much. They he well, was very much like. Look, man. I was like, but what is okay, this? But, but you, I've heard some guys. That one teenage kid whose voice changes before the rest of them. I, I was gonna like, say, like, look, look, and I used to do youth ministry and stuff in my younger days and stuff. And um, there were a couple of kids that I was like, "You make me sound like freaking Mickey Mouse." Um, which I mean, I already don't have like the most manly voice, you know, whatever. Sure. Um, but no, I love that he threw a little bit of the cane and like, oh yeah, like it's Freddie Prince Jr. Like he's like, oh you like when they're like, uh, can you make sure you can keep up or something? He's yeah. like, oh, I'm pretty fast, you know. I like or this whatever. Kid. Like, I like this kid. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I actually see. I was afraid I was gonna be not that I hate. I didn't. I wasn't annoyed by Wrecker in yeah. the original arc, but I was like, oh man, this feels very sticky. In this, which I know what they're going for, right? They're going for like the 80s, 18 well, yeah. feel. And he's written for children. But I he, mean, it's, it's evident. Well, he's written for like but, little kids, but, at least to me. Well, I mean, yes and no. Like, I can still, he still feels real in this universe. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I can see him, and you could bring him into Mando, and yes. I would be totally fine with it, right? Um, which now I'm thinking about a giant, just beard, like white, giant white beard. And like a little Tuka doll uh, just coming in like, it's my Lula, my Lula. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna... <laughs> but look, that's that's to me where it seems like it's a character that a kid can identify with. It's like this this yeah. this guy who's who's really kind of reckless, but, you know, also has a good heart. And then he can't find a stuffed animal. And I'm like, what is this? This is incredible. Like, this is something I, I did not sitting expect. over there to make Lula's leave. <laughs> 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 it's right over there. Perfect. That's, that's awesome. awesome. See? Oh, that's man. Great. But like this show is going to do things like that where where we get a lot of interesting character moments. And I saw something in the chat that made me really think about it. Um, who said it? Oh, there we go. Connor, he said, I'm excited for Wrecker and Hunter's arcs because they – Hunter in particular is the one I gravitated towards. And Jerry, I know you gravitated towards Omega. What about you, Arzu? Was there any character that kind of like called to you? Wrecker. Wrecker? Wrecker just because I think he's funny. The oh, one I'm most that. interested in though is Echo. Wow, so they didn't get much screen time this this he episode. Didn't. I was he, thinking about that, but yeah, you know, because yeah. he is still that he's that odd man out. Because you know, when they're like, "Oh, only five of our bad batch survived," and us go, "Yeah, okay, Echo," and then yeah. when the reveal comes, that no, it's not Echo, it's Omega. Then I'm like, okay, so Echo is now out of place 
with the other clones, which yeah. is why he's with the Bad Batch to begin with. Mm-hmm. He's also out of place with the Bad Batch because they're enhanced and he's not. He's a reg. Half machine, half man well, now. So yeah, it's all, it's like he's enhanced, but not in the way they were. Like it's like yeah. it's very comic booky where like, he's like, now I've got these special powers. You know, mm-hmm. they're enhanced like to serve a function. He's right. enhanced to stay alive. Yes. Well, again, yeah, well, and so, against his will too. You know, which I mean, I guess it's against all their will. Now that I think <laughs> of it, so they didn't have oh. any choice. <laughs> but that you know, was like and, they were they were made like that at birth. Yes, he still has yeah. memory of life before being like this. Oh yeah, oh, that's interesting. So, that's gonna, that's a potential character that I didn't think about. Who's gonna have a pretty awesome arc? You know, like, I mean, you obviously watch the Clone Wars episodes and you see that it's about him getting retrieved. But like, I wonder if he's gonna end up maybe controlling some droids with his abilities. I mean, there's there's a lot that can happen. That I'm really looking forward to that. This show is gonna end up surprising us with, and right. one of the biggest ones. To me personally, was the return to Camino. I knew it would show up. We saw it in the trailers, but the the fact that the Kaminoans are being very uh, how would you say um, shady? They're playing both sides. Yeah, they're kind of Palpatine yeah. and Palpatine, right? <laughs> when, when Tarkin shows up, you know, and they're like, "Oh, you know, let's make some more clones." He's like, "No," I'm like, "That's interesting." And I was on a chat recently, mm. actually, with, with Skywalking for the League, and. Bill was like, I wonder why. I think you would think Tarkin wants clones. But do you know the reason why he doesn't want clones? Did it click yet? Why wouldn't Tarkin want to pay for clones? It hit It hit me when I was on that stream. I'm like, oh my god, that makes so because much sense. Because if you, if you send your military to various planets and take their kids, you can keep them in line. Yes. And another thing is he's funding the Death Star. That's why he's trying to cost uh, cut right. budget... You're like, you know, literally, I'm like, this dude's the one that's going to head the Death Star program. So he's trying yeah, to- Yeah, he, wants, he wants the big ICBM yes. and stuff to keep money. people in line. But is. I mean, but that's, a, I like what Arzu said too. Like, that's something both. too, you know? It's um, that's like, that's like, out of Lost Stars is him going to Thane and Sienna's planet and being like, yes. hey guys, want to see the inside of this spaceship? And then he's like, by the way, <laughs> enlist yep. when you're old enough. And then, right. you know, so that's where that's my incredible. head was, but yeah. Thank you, Gilster, by the way. Thank you very much, sir. And yes, yes, we know. We I don't know if you were here when we talked about it earlier, but uh, yeah, it, it did. But I think it still works, you know, from that that certain point of view kind of a thing, you know? Yeah, so. to me, I, 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 a retcon is when they change it entirely. But this was not a change entirely. Still the same outcomes. Right? Every beat was the same. It's just, you know, it's just not completely different. It'd be one thing if they were like, yeah, Ewoks are actually... Setting are actually smaller Wookiees. You'd be like, that's a retcon. <laughs> you walk through different things. So it it takes a lot to, to retcon something to me. And uh, yeah, I don't know. The Just to kind of get back to the Kaminoan thing, I uh, right. was not expecting to be as uh, excited about that as I, as I am. Like that's that's an arc that is going to definitely come back in. Because um, what was Omega's uh, pretty much her, her, not her master, but her teacher? What was, what was, um, was her uh, name? Lamase, right? Namase? Something like that. Namase. 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 It's like I'm like, they're all like. The Michael Jackson song. Namase. Namase. Yeah. Yeah. So, regardless, I can look it up in a second. Okay. Namase. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, everybody. The fact that they let 
them like she let them go was really cool. I was like, that is a I that was an interesting. That, I, think see that I think she's attached to Omega. I think that's what it yes. is. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Pete and I were talking about it actually. Aren't we all? And he he pointed out the fact that like uh they had the same headpiece as well, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. So I don't know if there is that's technology or if that is you know some sort of uh, I think it's just like because she said she's her medical assistant, right? And stuff. Sure. So it's just kind of like I I wonder if it's just kind of like that's just what the medical uh, officers or whatever wear in that sure. culture, right? Yeah, kind of like a like I don't know, but it was it was very much just the same as Lama says, for sure. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree, and I don't know I uh I liked the way Camino was laid out. I liked the design of everything. You know, their ship was pretty cool too. By the way, I, I'm sure we saw it in Clone Wars, but seeing it now is pretty yeah. awesome. We did. It, it was in yeah. Wars, but we didn't spend yeah. that much time with it. No, and and it's obviously right. going to be Razor Crest level material at some point. I just can foresee it now. It's going to be everywhere. <laughs> the Lego well, there's already like a, a Lego set, right? Yeah, there is yeah. a Lego that dropped today. <sighs> did it come out today or just Man. announced today? Uh, now, an officially announced. announced. It had been leaked before, I think. But like, I don't know. I uh, I think in terms of uh characters when they gotten on that little room and you can kind of see how everyone's thinking about this stuff that was uh that was really cool and they had the uh the moment where they're where they're actually fighting those droids in real time you know with uh actual lasers not the stun lasers that was incredible like oh man at least to me when when uh who was it tooth of the knife hunter through the knife and then uh and then um no wrecker through the knife and crosshair shot it that was I mean, that was like, I'm like, I don't know how that really works, but it was cool <laughs> as hell. It was so awesome. It works in the same way that they have space wizards. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I didn't I really think about it then, but I was like, I mean, my thought was like, that. it's probably not physically possible, but I don't care. This is Star Wars. That's amazing. Like, I loved I it. I absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, they use a lot of knives, but I love that <laughs> stuff. Um <laughs> I don't know. It's th- that whole sequence. I know everyone was talking about the what's what's the the suplex thing they were t- the German suplex or whatever, um, or like the wrestling move that Wrecker uses on that one oh. droid. Like he picks it up and drops drops it back backwards. I don't know. I'm I don't know. Then uh, uh, I think uh, uh, Michael's in here, isn't he? Michael talked about. It. He was the first one I saw bring oh, it did up. He? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I saw that in the trailer, but I know everyone was like. Like, oh man, he used this cool move, like wrestling move. So that doesn't surprise um, me. And um I mean it fits with his characters if it was a cool move, too. Yeah. And, the, and to me, overall, the action sequences felt perfect. Like they couldn't be much better for animation. And you can tell that they've put a lot more work into it. Like I had a student tell me, like, yeah, I watched uh, the Clone Wars movie, then I watched Bad Batch, and I'm like, like, let's talk the difference. And you know the differences are insane. Is that what you did, Arzu? No, but no? like I just going from one to the other, like. Oh yeah, he just did it for fun, and he was like the crate. It's like the animation is just so insane, and I'm like, that's that's how it should be. You know, it, it has all progressed so well, and the, the the dependency on animation now is so high, and the stories that we're getting are going to be pretty pretty profound in the next couple of years, I'd imagine, just through animation alone. Um, yeah, I uh. I'm very interested to see where Tarkin goes with this. And it was nice to see Steven Santon back as Tarkin as well. That was pretty cool. Um, is there any... I, I love... Okay. I love that... Because I didn't quite put this together until they were in there. But Echo was a part of the team. And Echo, like... 
when he like the whole, I mean, and they said in the show that when he blew up and like was presumed dead was when they were rescuing Tarkin. So mm. just to have him oh. a part of the group and how he noticed, remember there's that moment during the food fight, which I was just watching right before we started. Um, there's the right. moment in the food fight where like before he gets knocked cold, um, he looks up and sees him. It's like, Oh shit, that guy's here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause he remembers he doesn't like what well, he's saying. He doesn't really care for clones, mm -hmm. which is another reason in Canon that we have is like, he's kind of like, uh, I don't really think that these guys are necessary. Yeah. You know? Um, well, but anyway, I don't know. I kind of loved, I loved that inclusion of, you didn't even think about him being a part of this and then Tarkin coming in and just all these things. I don't know. They're really hitting the connections well, really, really well. Like we said earlier, does it feel like a cameo? It doesn't. It feels like part of the story. No, he's going to, I feel like Tarkin's no. going to be reoccurring. Exactly. Oh, and yeah. We're never going to see Kanan again. We may or may not see Saw again, but we're yeah. definitely going to see Tarkin again. Oh, a hundred percent. You're right. And I think, I think it's time to bring up Omega. I, and I know Jerry has very strong feelings before we get to Jerry. Arzu, you're taking Omega because to me, Omega didn't fall flat. I just not there yet. Uh, like some people are, and I understand, but Arzu Omega, let's, let's hear it because I, I like your perspective on most things. And I particularly, I think I like, she's a cutie. Too. I'm excited to see where, Oh yeah. Sorry. Like where she goes. I love her little um, imitations of Hunter, like trying to emulate yes. him. And so I'm really, I'm really here for that. And it's, you know, it's, it's star Wars. So we have, Gruff man reluctantly adopts child and will grow to love child. Yes. That's going to happen by the end of the season. So <laughs> I, I feel like I'm with, with you, Scott. Like, I like Omega. I'm not Sold. there yet. Yeah. But I'm, will, I'm willing to love. Well, we're seeing, we're seeing a flip side, too. And I think it's a very important to address the flip side. Star Wars, unfortunately, in terms of how the story has been told, literally, if you go back, besides Anakin and Ahsoka, We've mostly seen father, son, father, son, father, son, father, son. Like literally, I mean, everyone. The only difference is Galen and uh, and Jin. But even that Anakin was just... and Ahsoka was like a brother sister relationship. It See, exactly. Like relationship. Right. So what we're getting now is something I think is super important. And Jerry, I think that's why you cling to it so much and you love it is the fact that we're actually getting father daughter, but like you know, not by blood, but by choice. And we got the Fallon family thing always been star wars but they just went full on with that already that was not even part of the problem it's just to me the fact that we've got a young girl character especially someone like omega who 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 looks up to these characters is so awesome so i, I if you have anything to say ours i think jerry's gonna talk for 50 minutes right now so i'm, I'm jerry, just talk for, talk for 15 minutes because i really want to hear this now <laughs> may i sing the praises of the sweet angel that is Omega. Oh, my Lord. Um, I, I, no, you, you really hit it. And that is why it really, I think, hits home for me, Scotty. Because, I mean, again, I'm a girl dad. I've got my little, you know, my the love of my life, my little Ellie, right? You know, um, she's a little rambunctious blonde kid. I mean, come yep. on, you know, she yep. doesn't have a Kiwi accent. Not yet. I'm thinking I'm going to just going to start talking in a Kiwi accent because she <laughs> picks it up. No. Um, well, it's, it's, it's the father daughter, um, which again, I think actually um, I'm really starting to connect with Hunter and it's just because of that, like camaraderie of he's kind of becoming a father figure to her again, reluctantly. Um I love the way that he has those paternal instincts. Like you can see them kicking in and he's like, we've got to go back for her. 
and stuff. Yeah, right. Which is awesome. Um, oh man. I, so well, you told I, me really, on the phone, Jerry. Oh, I think you're about to get into it. Cause you said before they left somewhere. Well, okay. So there's a, what first endeared me to her so much was just the way that she is portrayed. I'm trying to remember the name of the actress. Um, uh, uh, Reagan, I know, you know, it in the chat, shout it out. I'm trying, I want to do it justice, but uh, I can't remember her name right now. Um, I think she is Kiwi as well. Right. Like she, I think she is. She is. So that's her like natural accent too. But uh, Mm -hmm. just the beginning when she's like, like right behind them and stuff. just like, hi, I'm Omega, you know, and just like talking, <laughs> um, which I love Taika Waititi stuff. And I won't get into that, you know, just cause it's not the same, but um, I just the way that she was like, I know who you are. I look up to you. You guys are really cool. Um, she feels like she doesn't fit in just, she's so um, I love when she comes to sit by them. That my, one of my favorite parts when she comes to sit by them at the, in the mess hall. Yeah. And she's like, um, remember Omega from the corridor? Like she's like, the way she's saying stuff is so natural. It's so like a kid who's just very like, just, I mean, like not uh, rambunctious, but just like, you know, this kid is like, I, I really connect with you guys and I want to be with you because I don't feel like I connect with anyone else here. She's looking for that, that family kind of a feel, yeah. right? Um, obviously Lama say feels, I guess a little okay with her. Um, but just like the way that she like throws, she starts the food fight the way that she likes, she won't let that guy, that guy just said something mean. She yes. freaking throws a space burrito or whatever she threw at him and is like, I threw it. You better uh-huh. apologize to my friends. Like just, I'm like, so she's not. I don't know. There's just something about her where I'm so excited for characters like her to exist for my daughter. Yeah. For one I thing. Agree. I mean, and, and for, awesome. for me, I mean, for me as well, like I just, I, I, the character is just so like, she's so innocent, but mm-hmm. not helpless. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? She's helpless in that children, you know, children, you know, need people to help care for them but she's not like helpless in that she's like a damsel in distress. Like she steps in and like, well, she's brave. She's got the like crosshair courage. thing at the end, the crosshair thing in the end. is the part that's so oh, me on her character. Now that, I see something. I want to hear your take on this, Jerry. Not that I necessarily agree okay. with it, but um, what do you think? Pete says star Wars needs a wicked twist. Like that. Omega turns on them. Do you think Omega uh, would be the one to turn on him? Get out of here, Pete. She's it would a be precious it would angel. Be, She's a precious angel. Now, I wouldn't negate it would be interesting. Now, do I re- realistically think that's what happen? I don't know. I don't she know. She might I, be forced to turn on them. Sure. And it'll be, like you're right, safety. I just don't think she'd oh. want to turn on them. I love that. Maybe she was sent with them. Maybe. That would be great. I think maybe she was sent to spy on them or is doing a really good job at acting. Or maybe she really means. The thing is, the thing about Omega, like her throwing the food in the mess hall and then being like, "Yeah, I threw it," because she knows living here, being Nalase's assistant, they can't do anything to her. No, they can't. They can't. She's a kid. They can't tell on her. First of all, she's a kid. Second of all, she is medical assistant. So she's got that kind of safety net. She's out in the world with these guys now. She doesn't have that safety net. Yes. But I don't think because she's a kid and it takes them a second, it's not going to click for her right away that she can't just get away with everything now. 
So that's he, what I think is going to, I think that's going to cause some conflict for her. Which just I, because oh, which she I has see. the Palpatine, just because she has the Palpatine Bob doesn't mean she's a Palpatine. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. Hairstyle no does not negate. No more Palpatines. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, it's my favorite uh, BTB argument. No, no, no. This, oh, this is, she is, she is, she is an altered clone in that she's, they add, like they, the chromosomes got mixed up or something. She's female. And then she has, and maybe they intentionally meant for her to be female. Right. Yeah. Like for, I don't know. Now, um, but that's like, she's obviously basically female Django essentially. Right. Like she's, but, but I don't know. There's just, I'll tell you the part that really possible to alter the chromosomes. They, they, no, look what they did well, to I mean, bad batch. Yes. That's harder. Oh, well, that's what I'm, that's so, what I'm saying. It's like, it's space science and stuff. Like we could do whatever we want to, you know. Like well, um, making millions of clones that all happen to look exactly the same when that's exactly. not how cloning works. So, yeah, fine. I uh, I think it's important. Oh yeah, up too because you know you're watching this show and of course you know Bad Batch and and you can look at Rebels and Clone Wars and and everything. The title of everything, Mandalorian in particular, anything that Dave has his hands in. The title never really means what the show is, technically, if you think mm. about it, right? Clone Wars was not about the Clone Wars. It was about the clones themselves. Rebels was not about being rebellion. It's about being a family, you know? it was. There's a lot of themes like that. And in terms of this show, uh, will we get a Force user? Will it be Omega? I don't know. Will we get a Force user? I think yes. Will it be a part of the Bad Batch? I'm, I'm in the belief that Hunter is going to be a Force user, but not... But after watching this episode, I wanted to get to this. Omega was doing some pretty, uh, some pretty interesting stuff with her intuition, and I'm like, that—that's like Luke's intuition. A lot of stuff. So maybe it's there too. Maybe she's a Force clone or one of the first of its kind. I don't know. What do What do y'all feel about that? It, it would be what an interesting if, thread. Here we go. What? Here we what go. if go. Omega is Force sensitive? And this is what Moff Gideon's trying to do. Exactly. <laughs> trying to take the blood what from Jedi. I mean. The only one. She's like the yes. Hulk. She's not the Hulk. She's the Captain America. And that's the only um, one the Super Serum worked on. And now they're trying to do that again. And it's not working. And you get right. the Hulk. So maybe that's, that's what's happening. That's, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. They're getting a bunch of John Walkers. They don't want yeah. that. No one, no one wants that. You know, thinking about the theories <laughs> of this show as well. You got you got so many story threads that they're slowly weaving, and I know the next episode I pr- I'd imagine takes place on a different planet or completely away from the whole Kaminoan situation. But they could always return to it. I think this show is going to give us something we didn't expect, and it's going to give us an answer to why there are no clones in a New Hope, which is only 19 years after the event, because the clones only live twice their age. So any clone that's 11 by normal years is 22. So the clones really would have been like it, 75 or 80 by a new hope. Like, yeah, see, the that's retired. the thing. Yes, but I seem well, to believe there's like something in canon, right? Where they like, after like a few years after they say, like, okay, clones, you're decommissioned. You're good. Um, but wait, so, Lords of the Sith. Lords of the Sith. Right. Yes. Okay. I was trying to think what that was. That could canonically be an answer, but maybe it's just the, uh, the phrasing of that, because they maybe don't get decommissioned. Maybe this they hire enough stormtroopers to go in there and kill all the clones. And there's a clone versus stormtrooper battle that this show might end up, you know, showing. I think the EU did that, right, Arzu? Or the Legends EU? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, what would you want to add? Because I could see that you wanted to say no. Something. Just that 
they are still by the time Lords of the Sith happens, which year wise, I'm not sure when that is. Okay. Like they five? are still, yeah, like they're still Ish. in service to to the, the Empire. Empire. Like Vader sure. has an old clone serving with him, and it makes him think of like Rex. And then I cried, ah. but um, so they are still <laughs> working for the for the Empire. So if they're going to do that, then. They're gonna do that way at the end, like years after the fact. Sure. Just because there are sure. clones around. I'm just That's it. I just think it was so interesting how they did the Kama Noan stuff. Like it I really was like, this is leading somewhere that no one's gonna expect. They were like, they were straight up like, you know, especially when Tarkin left and they were all talking about it. I was like, this this is gonna be something way bigger than we all expected. Like I really do think it's gonna be a very big arc towards the end of the series if it's more than one season. I so. like the Camino's playing a, a bigger part. I, part of me feels like they're almost setting up more Camino, like just canonically, because we haven't yes. we haven't spent a lot of time here. Like it was just the little bit in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. my boy Dr. Pershing with his Camino Dr. jacket. I was say <laughs> but uh, is there a baby Dr. Pershing? Is he Omega's friend? I don't sure. know. So also <laughs> so like them setting this up more, I'm like, are we going to see this in other series now? Well, now we're talking about Camino. So. My brain went to theory. that too, Arthur. Well, like, think the Kaminoans might get killed out by the Empire somehow. Then they hire Imperial scientists like Dr. Right. Pershing to come and fill that's that, my, that spot. That's my theory. That's what yeah. you wanted to say? Yeah. Yeah. The, the theory that, like, okay, so remember we were, when we were, so we had the, the phone conversation the other day where, like, I basically uh, vomited all my thoughts onto Scotty. Um, it was just, I was like, I've got all this thing. These things have been running through my head all day. I got to talk to someone about it. Um, but okay. So I think we might end up having a situation where the community ones aren't necessarily good guys. They're on their own side. They're trying to do their own thing. They're, they're getting the short end of the stick. Um, I think we probably will see uh, them trying to overthrow or at least get the empire out of there have their own uh you know area and, the, and then again the emperor orders just wipe them all out we're gonna put our own people in there which is how dr pershing gets there which is yep. a sweet sweet baby he's not i baby. also demand baby dr pershing <laughs> yes well baby what, what if like some guy gets there he's like i'm doctor i'm dr pershing and this is my son Dr. Look, Pershing. If Pershing. we have Dr. Pershing Sr. and then his little son with the big glasses, <laughs> I'm going to lose I, it. I'm, That's gonna be really I'm little Dr. Pershing. <laughs> I'm going to be Do a doctor one day and then Mando I'm going to lose it. <laughs> um, but my my theory is that so then we have all this and this is where Palpatine starts. And I know, I know no more Palpatines, but here's what I'm saying. We might get a little bit of here's when he starts to start making his like, oh, I'm going to make clone bodies plans and things snacks. like that. He, yeah, yeah. He's like, let's take some of this stuff and try to let's go do some weird shit in the unknown. Sure. Regions. Let's go. Let's go do some weird shit. Yeah. You know, like he's, he's like ripping a bong with Snoke and stuff, you know, like, you know, like what if we do? What if we what if we put you in a pickle jar? All right. <laughs> Giant pickle jar. Not to, We'll put like three of you in a pickle jar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Like upside, all different. Go in different directions too. You good? Oh, you man. good? Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, well, so it's all madness. It's all no, no, no. The thread of the story though got really cool because they left you know Camino to run into Saul Guerrera, and and like we said with cameos earlier, that didn't feel very forced. That felt pretty good. That felt like it made sense with what happened. Different. 
Yes, it was very much deliberate. You're right. And Fallen Order ends up doing that really well, too, later when they run into Saw Gerrera in that game, too. It's just he's starting the rebellion. And they went to Onderon, right? Yeah, they went yeah. to Onderon. And and is that the one from the Clone Wars arc? I don't remember. It's one yeah, of the yes, it is. Okay. I was yeah. talking to um to Shannon about this. And, oh, okay. she was, and she was saying that, you know, like, what a, like, of all the coincidences that they run into Saw Gerrera, I'm like, but Tarkin sent them there specifically Ooh, right. for Saw Gerrera. like that's true you know in Jedi Fallen Order wanted to you get rid of into Saw Gerrera, but yeah they went specifically because Tarkin wants Saw taken out so like mm-hmm. so it works better in this case only because they they're consciously looking for this guy who is going to be a rabble rouser like way down the line so yes so I think that's why it right. works here it well, just how does... how fantastic I'm sorry how fantastic did the voice actor do which I mean, it's the voice actor yeah, from the Midway. Clone Wars, but he put mm-hmm. a little bit of that like Forrest Whitaker in there. Yes, he did. Like, it, it was a great bridge between, and I was like, "That's good, good on you, man." That was. It didn't feel like an impersonation. It just felt like the natural progression to me. Maybe a 100%. little person, maybe a little bit of, of impersonation, but it, it was good. It was good. That's a hard. Sh- that's a hard uh, job to do if you had to find the, the perfect medium between everything. Yeah. And I, uh, <laughs> you. <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I still it miss that extreme. one. It is still extreme. Have you come, Did you come here to kill me? It's just so over the top. <laughs> it's hard it. to get like it to get it like he gets it, which is like yes. okay, it is over the top, but it's like it's believable for him. Where we're like, kill me, you know? It's like it's it doesn't work when I do it. <laughs> I uh, I think it's really cool that that this whole entire show and maybe even series we just don't even know yet has got so much i guess thematic uh depth into it already we've got we've got some things that like the turning against someone like we got that in resistance right um what's her name in resistance where she yeah okay so we we're getting that this early on in the show we've already got you know crosshair kind of turning on the group but by no means of his own he the inhibitor chips obviously something that's taking over his brain so then they maximize it which was crazy so he's going to be real insane and i almost think the macguffin of the show at some point is going to get crosshair to come back and be a part of the team again but oh, yeah. he's so you know far into this what? living redemption star wars <laughs> I love Let that. Let come home. For real, I want to make. A hold on, hold on. Let's get the clap in. Should we stand up? Should we? Okay, go on, Scotty. Go, go, go on. No, no. I think it's really important because <laughs> because you're right, Arzu. We're so used to redemptions, and then people getting immediately killed. Ben Solo, Han Solo, not Han Solo, really. I Me, mean, actually, yeah, I would say Han Solo a little bit too. Han Solo um, a little bit. Crate, Darth Vader, Crate for sure. Luke. Crate My Luke, boy Ben I mean, Solo. Yeah. Luke. Like, um, not yeah. Obi-Wan. All, all of them. Not Obi-Wan. Not Qui-Gon. Not Yoda. Maul. There's some that are there, some that aren't there. But you're 100% right. We're so used to them dying. Like, complete character change. And then this book, Dawn. Nope. Kind of pointless. We got this over with. So, like, to have Crosshair come back and maybe, maybe just maybe, the reason he turns could be because he wanted to, maybe he gets put an opportunity where he has to save Omega or something crazy. And he just does it through his intuition. Could be the case. Remember the the moment that they have in the cell where she goes up like that. uh, Her. Okay. So her force power, I saw, I think uh, Mark's forever star Wars. 
uh, on Twitter say her uh, force power is empathy. Like it's, it truly is, but she goes over to him and she like puts a hand on his shoulder and says uh, something like you shouldn't do what you're about it's to not do. Your fault. But it's, but it's yes. not your fault. Yeah. It's not your yeah. fault. Yeah, was yeah. Like, there's like something at the beginning where it's like, you're like, you shouldn't, I, I know what you're about to do, but I want you to know it's not your fault. And Oh my gosh. Like that is just like, again, that's why I love her so much. It's wise just, beyond her years. Wise beyond her wise, years. Wise beyond years. But just also, it's also just that like, she hasn't been, she's not jaded like most adults are, but it's like, it's a true, like, that is a true statement, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like idealistic and, you know, like she really hits a chord with him. It's like sometimes when kids say something, it's like, it's so simple yet. It's so, again, so wise beyond their years. Just like, mm -hmm. Oh wow. Absolutely. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, I want to see, that was like the most, I said the, the whole, uh, crosshair turn was mm -hmm. not surprising in not in a bad way i was like i'm not surprised but i'm i was i was kind of i was bummed i was sad for them sure and stuff because yeah. it was like they were a crew they're like a little family and it's just like yeah. he just and i it's again it it isn't his fault they really like they overpowered his chip and stuff in him yeah. too and so and i that think really makes me think he's coming game. back too so <sighs> I really think that the the show will the do Star a lot Wars with that. We didn't see them kind of suffer with that yet. I think the next episode is going to show them like well, I can't believe Crosshair is gone. Like I can't like they what what yeah, just they happened? Just they just got on the ship in their lives. Back. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, this this is an amazing comment from uh, Jackson over here. Let me see if we can get it pulled up real quick. He said, "I want those big." <laughs> Camino soup spoon chairs. I come, dude. I completely agree. Tom and to see Tarkin, to see Tarkin, like he was like awkwardly sitting <laughs> oh, like this. I was looking at it to, like to see Amazing. Tarkin, to see Admiral Tarkin sitting in the soup spoon, the soup ladle chairs <laughs> was absolutely something I never knew I needed in my life. Dude, literally, and Obi Wan, Obi Wan kind of sits really chill with it. Where Tarkin, Obi Wan's like, just he's vibing with yeah. that chair, but Tarkin's yeah. like, nope. Yes, so literally, yeah. like. Obi Wan like That's leans into why it. Why I'm this. And then for some reason, for some reason, Tarkin's like, and Lama and Lama Sue's doing the same exact thing. It was so yeah. great. I wonder, did they get the original um, voice actor that played uh, uh, Tan Lee? Because that was Tan Lee, I think. I'm pretty sure that was Tan Lee. Tan Wee? Tan Wee. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that, is it the same I think person? That was, I think that was uh, Lama Sue. Lama Say. Well, Lama, Lama Sue. Lama Sue is the guy. Tan Wee. Yeah. Lama, no, no, Lama the, Sue is the. But I thought that was the medical examiner that came in. But it might yeah, be but there was a, there was a third one too, if I'm not mistaken. Was there? I have to go watch it again. I'm pretty sure. I'm feeling very xenophobic now because now I'm like I don't <laughs> think I could tell the long neck ones apart. I'm just kidding. I could tell. I could tell that Lama Sue has a a, a mohawk. Different, right? different, and different clothes. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a man. How? Wait, wait. This is really important because I saw this covered on a couple of people's uh on couple of people's content, but I think it's really important to 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 bring it up. The clones were so cool in Clone Wars because they were all differentiated from each other. They all felt unique. But watch what happens when you watch this series. The only clones that stand out are the Bad Batch, which makes yep. sense, obviously. Mm -hmm. But when you're watching, even in the background, like everyone looks the same. It's like the same exact character. Well, I know all the it haircuts not... were the same again. Yes. Like back in the in in the mess hall. Yes. To be fair. They're all still on Camino. They're yes. not serving in the field. True. So they, like, you know, true. 
like the 501st and the 332nd and all of them, they have had time to make themselves distinct. These guys haven't left Right, yet. So right. So that, that could be, I mean, part of it is probably a perspective thing because we're from the Bad Batch's perspective and to them, they're the regs. They all look the same, but. Right. They haven't, they haven't had a chance to like go, you know, cut their hair or get a tattoo. Get the right. tattoos like, and everything. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's the, the actual off the assembly reason. line, literally. Yeah, right. Like literally. that's the canon reason for sure. But I, I think it was used at, in the story as like a, this is look at the cold uniformity of the empire mm -hmm. a little yeah. bit for sure. Um, which was a, a cool, it was a cool concept for them to use, but yeah, I think you're a hundred percent right. I, Cause it is like, I didn't think about that. Like even you think about uh, the clone cadets arc or the clone cadets episode yeah. where like fives and echo and all the heavy and all of them, they all had that haircut too. Yeah. Like it was, they were all the same. So I um, get it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have about 10 minutes left to hang out and chat. Um, does anyone want to kind of get in and talk about their theories for the show could go? I know, I know we all with this first episode, you don't get that much to go off of, but we kind of said some of ours already. Um, but is there anyone that maybe you haven't heard before or, or maybe some takes that like might just interest you in general to see where they go with this show? Jerry, do you have anything that you want to add to that? I mean, I kind of, gave my theory a little bit ago, just like, I think that we're, I think we're getting this season, like what happens, like what the empire does to Camino. I think we get the, like the empire, the emperor's reckoning yeah, uh, on them. I think they are going to try to, obviously they're already trying to undermine them because, yes. you know, Lama say just like let them go, which was, it was incredible, completely unexpected. Yes. Um, because I've always just kind of seen them as, Oh, they're in on it. Or oh, they're they're a little shady. They're like they're they're just out for their own interests is the thing. Mm -hmm. So um, I think we're getting that. Um, I don't. Know. I'm just excited to see. I don't know. They've become the A team. They are now soldiers of fortune out there, probably for uh, That's true. Who are in, innocent people in trouble to hire. But I think we're gonna get more of like instead of an ep like a villain of the week episode. I think we're gonna get more of a cohesive story, which is about um clones and how their use has like they've basically served their purpose for emperor palpatine and mm -hmm. so now he's like i know we still have some you know and it's gonna slow like you know decommissioning but i think we're this is just gonna be about them wrestling with their humanity and and sure and, uh, honestly all that with um through the eyes of omega as well mm -hmm. you know like kind of a I don't know. I'm excited for that father-daughter relationship. I, I can't wait to see more. I don't blame so you. And, I mean, there's a lot of episodes we're going to get through. And, and Arzu and I were talking about the beginning, uh, I think before we recorded, that we have, this is, get this, this is the craziest thing. It's the first time Star Wars has done this for us in terms of Disney Plus releases. We've got 15 more episodes all the way. It's a the lot. Summer I was surprised. Till, till August 13th. That is... That is a lot of content in a great way. And they might do some yeah. weird twist with it. They might end up doing like two episodes close to another. I mean, they, they'll do that every the, now and the then. The next episode could be a Space Whales episode if no one can for longer. <laughs> you know, we could have Pergil. We could have Pergil coming in going yeah. like, oh, well, you know, like we got to save this gas platform. You know, Which, yeah, yeah, I'll take whatever you got. 
See, uh, well, this is pretty good. Blue Panther. <laughs> Something will happen <laughs> to make Scotty gasp. That happened already with one of the episodes. Uh, I forgot what one of the sequences were. I was, yeah, I was like, what? I freaked out. I'm just going to have to record myself. It seemed like people I, like that. I feel like I had a moment like that or whatever. I, I don't know. I think I was like, I was really mad at uh, a crosshair towards the end. I was like, you leave them alone. You leave them alone, <laughs> man. Not his fault, Jerry. I know. I know it's, it's not, not his fault. fault. I know. And then, like, I kept saying, like, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. But stop. Just let <laughs> them go. Go with them, you you bastard. Oh. Our Zoom. Where do you think we're going to go with this show? 16 um, episodes. I'm curious about a couple things that I'd like to know how they play out. I want to know who they're going to visit, which friend of theirs they're going to find. Yeah, I that's suspect cool. it's probably Rex, but. It could be someone different. Well, it could be someone different. But in that case, then, where does Rex come in? And more importantly to me, when does Fennec Shand come in? Yeah. That's my brain went too. Yeah. That's an interesting person to market because they marketed the heck out of her for this show. Like I noticed it looks like she's she is in like a city atmosphere. Yes. When they meet her. So do they go to surely? I just any any Fennec content I can get is a hundred percent. Is what I it's what I want. So Yes. Where? How does she play into this? How does Rex play into this? And then who is the friend that they're going to find? These yeah. are my three questions going into tomorrow. Obviously, I don't think any of them other than the friend are going to be answered. But yes. Yeah, that's that's my. See, that's great. I'm. I'm I don't we, think. I'm sorry. I don't think the friend is Rex tomorrow. Simply okay. because we just had Order sixty six, and they said we we have a right. well. Let's go to this so one. Soka. They don't know if he's because he's a red, right? They don't know he had yeah. his ship removed. That's a good. So point. that's why I was like, why would they go to him if they don't know they can trust him yet? Then who that's do you think? I think maybe he contacts. Do you think we know the friend? Do you think we well, know them? I. That's, that's what I was talking to Scotty about. I don't know. They left it open to think that we will know the friend. And if we don't know the friend, I don't think anyone's going to be disappointed per se. We Maybe it's the Trandoshan from the, the thing they released just yeah, today. They, they dropped something today, Ars. I don't know if you saw it, but it had like no. a Trandoshan like gangster in it. It was really cool. And um, Like a female Trandoshan going like, Is it like a short or like concept art? It was, it was just like, no, a, no, it was, it was a, like a little teaser with some of the stuff we'd already seen, but a couple of new things, which was – yeah. Them talking to like a Trandoshan sitting behind some kind of desk with like all these trophies around her and stuff. And okay. she says something like, that's Oh, it's dangerous. That's an interesting note to end on, though. To be yeah, like, We yeah. have a friend. If we if we have never met this friend before, we the audience, that's a weird note to leave on. It I is. think we're and meant to think that it's Rex for sure. Because oh. we've seen show- him in the thing. Has done something really interesting, um, and not to say that anyone's May fourth, May the fourth predictions were going to be wrong, but with them dropping this show on May the fourth, I knew this would be the focal and the focus of the entire day was going to be that. And if right. you watched, I mean, literally, it was every hour on the hour they are pushing this show, and the only way I knew this show worked in terms of like people being aware of it is someone that I would call a normie that, that, uh, that I work with at, at my school. She's like, yeah, we're watching the bad batch tonight. I'm like, what? And I'm like, do you watch any animated stuff? She goes, no, it's my first time watching an animated show. So they're going to, they're going to ride this show. I really think as much as they can, they're going to put as much as they can possible. Cause this is the very first Disney plus animated star Wars show. And it's evident that they're going to do things probably differently to this show than what we expected with rebels or even clone wars because different formats different demand i mean obviously the shows are going to vary in length 
mean, the next one's not 70 minutes, but the one we get tomorrow is 30. So uh, keep it coming, Disney Plus. Keep it moving because I love when the stories can be free to tell what they want. But I also like that I almost like a complete story in every episode. Not that we're not going to get any arcs. I do like when a story is told within one moment, like Mando does. Mando does yeah. it really well. I, so I love this. I'm sorry. It's Buzz Lightyear. That's who they're going to see. Like, how, like we finally have the crossover that, that everyone's been wanting. That's everyone's been wanting. Oh, man. Asagi? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. This Whoa. one. Lula. <laughs> that would be incredible. Lula. Malula. <laughs> wait, now. She's like, the, she ends up becoming like the, uh, Oh, what was it? The 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 Bindu or whatever. It's oh like yeah, Bindu, yeah. But it's like a giant loth cat named Lula. There you go. <laughs> Arzu, are you you're I, I you're more pro perverse in the books than me. Is that the correct word? Perverse? No, that sounds bad. I have to look at it. You sound like you're calling her perverse. Versed in. You, versed you're versed. Yes, yes. Perverse. Sorry, sorry. No, I, I, I took me a second. I was like, I don't know. Arzu, you're so perverse. No. <laughs> well, so okay. that that statement right there. Are they alive <laughs> at this point? Because I don't know. Quinlan is. Asajj isn't. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But the thing about Star Wars is no one is ever really gone. Uh, uh, what was the – in, in the the three rules of Star Wars, the four rules of Star Wars? The three Wars rules of the... Star Wars, beloved characters never die, is the first one. So <laughs> yes. here's the thing about Asajj's death. That was death. so great. She dies, <laughs> and then Quinlan takes her back to Dathomir – and like sinks right. her in this night sister My, significant. It was lake. like the baptismal pool. Yeah, right? it was yeah. like a yeah. It was like it was like something to do with their magic. It was like the source of their magic. It's been a while since I read Dark Disciple, but he basically puts Me her too. in this I lake, want to and that's know. his that's his way of of grieving her, of burying her. But like she could come back. She totally, come back. maybe ventress limbs. So, no, ours. Yeah. I, I think I think it'd be cool to see that as well showing up in here with a uh, Asajj Ventress. I mean, that's a character that, and I will say this too. It's it's interesting. Someone pointed this out on Twitter um, that why has she been a part of a lot of the marketing too for May the Fourth? Like she's been on every poster for May that's the Fourth. And I'm like I'm like you know, and I talked about this with David before. Thrawn was all over Galaxy's Edge, right? And of course, Thrawn's been in Rebels. Thrawn's going to be in Mando, but like. They're right. building up Thrawn to be something bigger. Maybe the same can be said for Asajj Ventress. Maybe. Because the thing is, most people, if they do know Asajj, they know her from the show, and as far as they're concerned, Asajj is still alive. So yes. all they need is like a little half explanation for the people who've read the book. Yep. And right. then you're fine. Because you're the right. people who, who care enough to go deep into Dark Disciple are like, sure, why not? And the people who saw the show doesn't make a difference to them. So True. it's not hard to bring Asajj back. Well, and, I mean, as much as I love Dark Disciple, again, we saw today, like we saw with this episode, they're more than willing to retell stories in a different medium. But this is just um, changing the details. Like, they would be right. bringing Asajj back from the dead. Right. That's a bigger... Obviously, right. I would like Star Wars to visit the idea of bringing characters back from the dead for a variety oh, of yeah. reasons, but I don't think it's... I don't think it's impossible. Say Ben Solo. <laughs> but it's not impossible she's in she's literally in a magical lake with her entire body intact so like just yeah come out of the lake it's, it's like the lady in the lake she comes out like the lady in the lake and just like has 
like, you know, I don't know, crazy force powers or something now. You know, like she can pull Star Destroyers out of the sky. Like, like yeah, Star Trek. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, and this could be well, the show. I would show, love no matter what they do with her. I just This her, could be the show that uh, maybe even brings in the Inquisitorious. Like that, this show could do that, too. So the, the potential for this show down the road is pretty insane. Like just in terms of what where we're playing in the timeline. And, and I don't think people have really registered that yet. But we're seeing a change of power in terms of something they've never seen before in Star Wars. And, of course, small rebellions will show up. Things like that. Obviously, it's going to happen. But we've got, a, we've got a really cool timeline to mess with in character. Thrawn, Thrawn could show up in this. He could be, a, he could be an, um, you know, a lower commander, but he could still somehow be involved. Thrawn's not right? around yet. Not yet, but time no, the I mean, line. He's still in the... He's still in the ascendancy right now. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah. what, how many years was it after? Because I thought clones found him. Clones found him no, on that planet. Him. No, it was stormtroopers. Yeah, pretty sure it was. I clones. think it's. I was looking. No, because, you because need to go back and watch Alex Thrawn, Damon's Star Wars video. The second, so not the second. The earlier canon Thrawn series happens almost simultaneously with Rebels. Okay. And like, granted, it takes him a few years to get up there, but it's it's not. 20 years worth of time it's like it's like around five solo, or ten right so it's like around, around, it's the, like time around the time of solo but as of right now found. because he bumps into anakin skywalker during the clone wars okay he's still in the ascendancy and he hasn't left yet that is that that's a bit of an ongoing conflict so he's still at this point in time in the ascendancy okay. you could have the bad batch going to the unknown regions to hide out for a bit maybe and run into him right the chaos of the Bad Batch ending up in the middle of all the chiss while they've got their own thing going on. Can, you, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Absolute chaos. That would be incredible. Look, I did that find That sounds Bad Batch. That sounds Bad the, Batch as hell. <laughs> that I, don't, I just don't understand this image then. Is that... It's clones with no, AT-ATs. Are they? Yeah, it's phase one though. Like this makes no sense to me. Just what? because it's cover art, I'm <laughs> but it was for, it was just be like, the... they thought it looked cool. Yeah, you, I agree. No, I do agree with that. It's pretty sick. Oh man, I don't. Yeah, phase one troopers I... don't make sense. <laughs> yeah, so that's I demand the correct the correct stormtrooper. I wonder. There are timelines in here. Okay, you if you can oh. find a timeline, I'm just well, curious that... because. I would love Alex, a Thrawn showing up. I would watch Alex's uh, uh, May the Fourth. Okay, Solo uh, happens video first, well. then Thrawn happens, and Solo it again? is like it's Solo, then it's Thrawn. Okay, Ooh, wow. But then, well, then we got an image like this. Hold on, I don't. I'm not trying to negate anything anyone's saying. No, it's just interesting. To figure it out. This is yeah, this is every Star Wars fan. It's like, well, what's this then? So now we've got a Phase Three. Talking to Thrawn. You know what it could and, be? Because they're out on the edge and that's of space Tarkin. sort of thing, that they're just using whatever armor they can get. That could be true. This is that's the, not bad. This is, the dredge, well, that's... this is the leftover armor with the guys who flunked out of the academy, and they're out here on the edge with the less cushy assignment, and right. that's why their armor is kind of all over the place. That's what Han's wearing on Minbon, is uh, a mud jumper armor from the Clone yeah. Wars. He's wearing mud jumper armor. So, I and mean, it's just that you got all this plastoid armor that's in perfectly good condition with guys who aged out of it at half the mm -hmm. at twice the rate you thought they would. So, just stick it on somebody else. Yeah, 
The emperor, the emperor knows how to pinch pennies. He's good. Yeah. Yeah, they got to save up for that Death Star. Yeah, you got to save up for those those <laughs> billions of clones too. <laughs> so it's good that he's burning I, out of. Look, see, there you go. Arzu nailed it. Now, Arzu, I'm so glad you can come there on. You I really appreciate you Arzu. Like Seriously. brought the you brought the level of our show up like so many notches <laughs> for sure. You don't have to come come in tight. It does keep going up, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank now, you. look, this is what we're gonna do, Arzu. I'm, I'm I'm gonna hit you up in August about this again. Okay. Whenever we wrap Bad Batch, because how we're gonna do it, it's gonna be a little bit different. Every time an arc ends, we're gonna do a show like this, bring a guest on, hang out with them. But Arzu, you have my word. When this okay. series is over, you coming on that last episode, we're going to recap the whole thing. We'll do the round table, hours. man. For seven Done. hours. I'm yep. just kidding. <laughs> we're going to dissect the whole enchilada. There you go. Arzu, I want to say one thing to you as well. I think it's important yeah. to address. Arzu was a part of this network for, for about seven or eight months, I'm pretty sure. And now Arzu moved on to greater and better things for herself. She is doing her own stuff. Arzu, we got to have you plug it. Arzu, Geeky Waffle, okay. come on. Fill us in. So... I am full-time with the Geeky Waffle. So, so cool. We have three shows. We have our flagship Geeky Waffle show. Yeah, we have our fantastic. Disney sequel-focused series straight out of home video. And then the one I host every other Monday, which is Space Waffles. So that is, as the title might suggest, space-focused, specifically Star Wars-focused. So it's technically every other Monday, but for the month of May, because it's Star Wars month, we have a new episode every Monday. So so yeah, and then we also have our Bad Batch live streams, which we have our first tomorrow, and then not the week after, but the week after that. So every other Saturday, we're gonna have Bad Bitches on the Bad Batch. So it's our if you if you follow us, you know we do like the post show live streams. We had like Mando Night Live and all the Marvel stuff, and now it's yes, all so good. The Bad Batch. So. So yeah, so that's what we're that's what we're doing over at the Geeky Waffle. You may see Jerry and I show Fantastic. up on that because we're some bad bitches up in here. We'll see. Sizzle, we will sizzle. see. I love it, Arzu, and and you know it's nothing's nothing's better than than kind of st starting somewhere and then doing your own thing entirely. And I'm so happy that you found an opportunity to make sure you have your own voice in your own show because that's what this is about. You know. People were like, you know, I can't believe Pete left the network. Blah, blah, I can't believe our like it's great. I'm glad they went to find something they want to do. It's great. It's not something you, you've that, you've ultimately got to do what you want to do, like what, yes. what fulfills you. Yes. So. And, hey, and it's, clearly, clearly it's all still good. Clearly, we are all still tight. That's so. the thing. We it's don't just, hate each other. No. No. <laughs> no drama. No drama. Never never was drama. So for anyone watching. Arzu is part of the family now. She's actually a Bombad member. She is part She's of the a, one and only officially, club. officially, yes, officially one of the. We haven't said that in so long. It has been a I while. Think we've had like dude. a guest in a while, but yes, welcome <laughs> to the one and only club. And we you didn't know, say it. The one and only Arzu Amen. There you go. There you go. There you know go. what? I think Rick has something to say. This is fucking awesome. Yeah! <laughs> I like that. Arzu, if you don't oh, mind. So good. Oh, you already plucked your stuff. You're good. We're yeah, good to and then my Twitter is right there. Go Wait. check it out. What are you guys waiting on? Go check it out right yeah. now. Full yeah. on right there. Arzu Amin. Yeah. Arzu, pleasure having you. Arzu, we end the show with a catchphrase. I know you know the catchphrase. The catchphrase is stay bombad. Can we please get a stay bombad for me before we go? Okay. Stay bombad. Stay bombad. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Stay bombad. Peace.
Shut up. Oh, bum. <laughs>